Story time. Okay. Hi, it said there was this lady. Okay. The boy did Gavra. She was about to get married. She was a widow, a rich widow, and she wanted to protect her estate from her future husband. From her future husband. So what she do? She they took the property and she wrote it off to her daughter as a quote-unquote gift. Okay? Mm-hmm. But she expressly stated to the witnesses that this gift is strictly... This <laughs> gift is strictly to, to get it away from her... Husband, from her, new, her, from her group. Okay? Conditional gift. So that's what... No, didn't put anything except... In writing. But in writing. She just so. verbally told the witnesses that that's the intention here. So... Anyway, sure enough, um, that marriage did not bode well, okay, <laughs> for whatever reason. Can't imagine. Can't imagine why it didn't work out, but it didn't work out. And um, in Siva Vigasha, she got married, and then divorced. sometime later got divorced from the second husband. So, uh, so, so, and of course, she went to her daughter and she says, okay, I want my property back. Um, you know, that marriage thing didn't work for me. And the daughter's like, well, I Who are you? Do I know you? I have, <laughs> Where? I have a star. I do have a star that says that it's mine. Thank you, mommy, but it's mine. So I saw the came Rav Nachman. The case came before Rav Nachman. And Rav Nachman looked at the star and says, let me examine the star. He looks at it, he tears it to pieces. Kare Rav Nachman tore up the star. Well, that was pretty dramatic. Azor of Anon Likamei to Marukva. So now you have to understand a little bit of the hierarchy over here. Marukva. Yeah. We've heard of Anon before. What? We've heard of Anon before. Right. We have heard of Rav Anon before, but he was the, he was he was dismayed to say the least with Rav Nachman's behavior over here, and he went to tattle to Marukva, who was the Abbez then at the time, yeah. and um, and said to him, you know, Amrlei Chazi Mar Nachman Chakla. Look at this. Nachman, who's you know, the farmer, the farmer, farmer Nachman, who's uh, brother, just hating the Karish Taradish. What? The brother of Rabbi Yeah, right. Well, there was two Rab Nachman, so I'm not sure which one it is. Anyway, point is, look what he's doing, going ahead, tearing up the star. What kind of business? This is showing uh, know, evidence. We need to write. We need to write. Uh, you know, we need to go against him. You know, demote him from his business. Amrlei. So Marukva wasn't made unpleasant because he, you know, is not think, think things yeah. through because he doesn't think things through. Okay, so I'm like, okay, let's hear the full story. Emily, easy go for the Okay, let's hear the full story. Okay, here was the story that she wrote it there. Okay, oh, so I'm like, oh, you, that's what you're talking about. Star mafrachas garment. You're talking about a star that was strictly for the purpose of keeping it away from the husband. It's a really strong precedent. I am a Meirara. I'm a, somebody who is authorized to issue rulings. If Shtamavrachas comes to my hands, I will tear it up. That's the right thing to do with such a star. Because it was never meant for her to actually be receiving in that gift. Okay, fine. So, Amrle Ravla of Nachman. Time am I? Well, so Rava is saying, wait a second, Rav Nachman, I understand that there's a concept of Shtar Mavrachas, but 
that may not be applicable over here. Why? Because time am I the Lord Nobody gives away everything and you know, writes out gifts, you know, and, and leaves them nothing to nothing in you know, have nothing in possession. That's uh, you know, you know, I'm not gifting away all my assets to anybody. Okay? That's not just not done. So obviously it doesn't mean it doesn't mean to gift it. But that's when you're gifting it to a stranger. This is her flesh and blood daughter. Maybe he does give away, you know. Now, maybe she gave away to daughters to keep by the daughter. Nevertheless, Yes, a woman loves her daughter. Not as much as herself. So she's not going to leave herself, you know, completely, you know, bereft of everything. Okay, so that's the story. So that's the question, that's the answer. A woman who wants to protect her, her assets from her husband. Kate said, what is the way to do that? So she writes up a document um, of piusim, meaning a gifting, a gifting document. That's risky. It's uh, he could the buyer the person who she write that to can do a joke on her. So it's like ah you thought I you thought I was uh, gonna give it back. No, I'm not. Okay. Unless she writes in the star mehayom, it's a gift from today. And as long as I still will it to be so. Okay. So that's lit. As long as you behave. Yeah. As long as it's written into the star. That she has, that it's up to her will. To so as soon as she wants to take it back, it's the the, the, sales, the gift's over. So the Gemara says, what do you see? The Chacham, the, you know, are saying, time of the cost for Leach, that's because that was what was written. Without writing that, it, the Kenyan is indeed final, and too bad, so sad, you lose it. Okay? So what's the Chilak? key element of difference is, is did she gift away everything all of her assets or only part of her assets if she gave away only a part I mean so then maybe it's assumed that it really is a gift because she's still keeping things for herself but if she gave everything away then even if you don't put any conditions it's all conditional and whatever as soon as she wants it back she gets it back even if that's not what's written I mean she has start. to say it. she has to speak it out just to indicate um, no, it. It's, it's automatically indicated. Because ain't other. Then any gift, there's no gift. Ain't other. No, because it's when you gift away everything, everything then it's ain't other. No, right. You're not going to leave mm. myself empty. Okay. Mm. Um, okay. So now, V.E. So the question is okay, so the buyer didn't buy it. So then, should that make it Nikninubal? So if you're telling me that the sale is not a sale, so that means it never even went to the Baal. If it never went to, the, I mean, never went to the buyer. If it never went to the buyer, so then the husband should have rights on it. Why doesn't it, how is this effective? That's the question. You can't have it both ways. How do you make it that it's not the buyer's because it didn't even, wasn't even gifted to him and now we're saying that the husband has no rights on it? He should have rights. So Rabbi says, you want to know what it becomes? It falls into the category of nechasim that are not known to the husband. It's going like Rup Shimon. Just like Rup Shimon, it says that if he, the husband doesn't know about it, it's, 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 what's not, what he doesn't know doesn't bother him. So too, what he thought was sold prior to the marriage, 
he thought was sold, that's good enough as being not known, even though the sale was only an iffy sale or not even a real sale. That's all. That's good enough to make it not known, and that's the difference. Is that you posking that one? Um, I really don't know. Analyzing it down. I did. I don't. I don't know. In the Mishnah, I didn't. I wasn't paying attention. Where uh, it doesn't sound like that. We we actually pass on right, group right. Shimon. Yeah, some answers are bypassing in this case the group Shimon. You're just saying it's uh, it's one possible approach. Yeah, but anyway, so right. that's a story. Okay, brings us to the new Mishnah. Now for Everything is the husbands. Okay, so now we're talking about cash here. So no, cash. So she's bringing cash into the marriage. And so obviously we want the husband to be able to use it for payers. So what do you buy with it? That's the point. So you look at Ben Karka. First off, the first thing to buy is land. Okay. And he'll eat the payers of the land. So in other words, you can't just keep the cash and him use the cash because then it's going to get used up. The idea is that you want the main part of it to remain for afterwards. Just in case he dies or he get divorced, she'll get it back, something intact. Okay, so basically, you buy land. He can eat the peiros during the, the really during the marriage, and uh, that's the story. Um, if she leaves fruit that is detached from the ground, so in other words, harvested fruit, buy more land with it, and from those he will eat the peiros of the new land. Peiros. If you have fruit that is attached to the ground, still attached, so a mayor, First, figure out how much is it worth the differential between the land without any fruit or with with the produce, and that difference. Almost so you look at karka, and the difference. Obviously, you want to leave the fruit on, you know, to continue to grow, but you'll. Take that difference in order to eat this fruit. She has, he has to put up the money equivalent to that distinction, that difference, and buy land with that money. Personally, the pairs of that. That shitas remeir. Whatever is still attached to the ground, that's paris. It's the paris. So he's, he's he's fully allowed, even though it's ready there when she brought it into the marriage. When it's detached, it's hers, and therefore it's hers. Well, and with those new land, you'll eat the pears of that new land. That's Chacham's opinion. Where there's an added advantage to him upon marriage, there's a disadvantage to him upon dissolving of that marriage. Where it's a disadvantage in the marriage section, is going to be an advantage to him on the way out of that marriage. Okay, so how, how, how so? If it's still attached on the way in, shalom, it goes to him. So it's an advantage to him because it's like we look at that fruit, that fruit as fruit, okay, and produce. But if there's fruit on the ground and they got divorced, so the ripe fruit that's almost whatever that's still on the ground, um, who gets it? She'll get it. Shalom. On the way in, it's hers if it's already detached. So on the way out, if it's already harvested prior, so then he'll get it. Why would, why would that be even a question? It was harvested while they were married. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Why would even she have the happening of taking it? Which one? When she's divorcing and it's already harvested. It's because it's, it's uh, cut off. Because he didn't take Paris is maybe you might think that Paris is only an entitlement to take yeah, while they're married. But he didn't it take was, it, it's just there. So it's still you know, it's still part of the property. He needs to make a king in the <laughs> No, he has to you know, it's for Paris is for using, for spending, you know. So that's the Avamina. Anyway, that's the story. Okay. Zog the Gemara, Pshita. It's clear, okay, when you have a choice in what to buy. Talking about over here, the woman brought ma- money into the marriage. And um, so they're having their first fight. Um, and uh, the husband, the husband, no, the husband uh, says, I want to buy land, I'm going to work the land, going to be rich, you know, whatever, going to go into farming. And the wife says, no, I want to have a house, I want to, I want to, I want to, you know, a summer home, that's what I want to buy with the, with the money. Okay? So, who smart, wins? Smart, smart. Okay? So, it really doesn't matter who's on whose side. Don't marry her. <laughs> it doesn't matter oh, whose side. Nice vacation. It doesn't matter who's on whose side. If he wants the house and, and she wants the land, or vice versa. Ara, uh-huh. um, the land wins. Why? Because the land is going to be more... Um, likely to remain because land is staying there. The house gets old, gets decrepit, falls apart. It needs maintenance. It's not as yes, it's long lasting, but it you know it's, it's not that long. It's not that long lasting like land. Land is going to pretty much it's machine real estate. Real estate, right? So that's a difference. It's a, it is real estate in a sense. House also real estate. Okay, but it's a little different in that sense. It's a more permanent real estate than less permanent real estate. But evidently, what if you have a house? And you have a palm, palm trees, okay? Date palms. So which one wins? Bati. The house wins because that's more permanent than the decal. The decal could dry up, then you're up the creek. You got nothing, okay? Uh, but the house will still most likely be there, may need some fixing, but it's still something. Dickly vi ilni. What if you have a palm tree versus other trees? Now, palm trees are known to last very long to be maintenance-free, whatever it is, there's advantages to palm trees over other trees that need a lot of pruning and a lot of work, a lot of everything. So, dickly, the palm tree wins over the regular tree. Ilni vigufni, what if you have a regular tree and, and grapes? Ilni, uh, uh, the regular tree beats out over that because uh, grapevines, that also dries out easier, it, you know, like they don't last as well. It's um, and that's the difference. We're talking okay. about the fruit tree, right? Not just a regular tree. Yeah, a fruit, a fruit. Well, a fruit-bearing tree, yeah. most likely. Okay. Mm, good, mm. So first, the other tree, other trees, not other than palm. Wait, we have a, basically three categories of fruit-bearing trees. You have the, uh, you have the palms, which is the longest lasting. Regular trees, regular fruit trees, which is medium, and then you have the, uh, then you have the grapes, uh, which is a vine, which is not as you know not as strong. Okay. So, Abba Zardesa, what if you have a, um, a sort of like a forest of Zardesa, which is a type of, you know, they cut down the wood from it. It's not uh, really tree, the fruit is not worth, mm-hmm. worth anything, but it's, it's the wood value, okay. Upeira de Kavra. And you have uh, basically a, 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 a fish, a, a pond, small pond, that uh, you have uh, fish in it, okay. So, how do you look at these things? Amrila peira, amrila karna. Some say that we look at them as peris. The fish inside is the peris. And some say that it's not. And the same is with the wood. Is the wood peris or is the wood 
uh, Karen, that's the question. Kol Demosa, basic rule is, Gizo Machlef, if it's something that regrows, meaning you cut it down and then it's going to grow more, so Peira, that's Peira. And Gizo Machlef, if you cut it and it's it's a stump there from then on in, so then uh, Karna, that's Karen. Okay, that's, and, that, and therefore he doesn't have full control of it. it. If it's sold, it has to be bought land with it. So I'm Reb Zera, I'm Reb Yoshia. So Reb Zera said, then Reb Yoshia, I'm Reb Yanai. V'amri la, I'm Reb Abba, I'm Reb Yoshia, I'm Reb Yanai. Hagoynev, very interesting case. Hagoynev, Vlad, Behemas, Maluk. So you have a, an animal, let's say a cow, that the woman brought into the marriage. Okay? It's a milking cow, whatever it is. And then um, the off, then and she gave birth. And, uh, and Ganev came and stole it. Okay. The calf? The calf, the baby calf. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he stole the baby calf, and now he's caught. So he has to pay kefal. So who gets the kefal? You following? That's the kasha. Reshalim, tashlumi kefal, isha. The woman is entitled to the double payment. So the question is, this does not seem to fit in with we're, what we're familiar with. This is not like Rabbanon or Chananya. What is the, what do they talk? The Tanya went in a price of Vlad Behemas Malug, the offspring of an animal that's Nixley Malug, that she brought into the marriage. Lebal goes to the husband. That's offspring. Offspring is Paris. Basically, it's his totally. Vlad Shivchas Malug, but let's say the baby of the Shivcha that she brought into the marriage. The, the maid servant that she brought into the marriage, Lisha, he, she gets it. Okay, that's, that, that, that's her property. It's not his property. You following? Mm-hmm. That's not called Paris. ben He says, no, it's the same as the Behemah. Just like the Behemah, you say, is the husband's, so to the Vlad of the Shivcha is the husband's. And he could just sell the Vlad off and uh, keep the money. Because it's Paris, you following? That's mm-hmm, the point. Mm-hmm. So, um, and and here we're saying that the Vlad Behemas Malug, Kefal goes to the Isha. What's the deal with that? What's the pshat? Oh, so Mar um, says, I feel the same with We could go like everybody, even even not not forget about it's not taking sides in that machlokas. Divriakol, I feel the same with Divriakol. Peira, Zekino Le Rabbanon. It's true that the Paris was what the rabbis established that, 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 that the husband is entitled to, any Peri. But that would be the Vlad itself. Peri de Peri, the Peri of the Paris, the fruit's fruit, which is the Kefal, that was never gifted to him. That's not his rights. So therefore, the Kefal, the, he'll get the Behema, the Vlad, the payment of the Vlad goes to the husband. But the Kefal goes to the Isha, because that's like, the Paris is Paris. That goes to the woman. That was never part of what was the gift. Okay. Okay. Bishlam says, the Gemara, Bishlam. If you have this calf, and it grows up and has another calf. Yeah. That'll go to her It's Paris or Paris. She gets it? I don't know. It sounds to me like it's, at this, um, that the that the kefal is according to this laundry, she should be. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's what it would sound it's like. Grandchildren. Mm-hmm. That would. That's what it would sound like. Okay. Now, I understand position here. It makes a lot of sense. We don't assume that the, that anyone's dying here. So therefore, 
the animal's going to be, the cow's going to be around for for when she needs it. So the keren will remain, which is what the whole issue seems to be. And uh, the same is with the shifcha. The shifcha is going to remain, and therefore we're not so worried, and therefore the we look at their offspring as peris. I get it. He's, he's, he's consistent in his opinion. Okay, so the lo chashil misa el rabbanu but according to rabbanu and ichai shil misa. If you're worried about that, afiluv la bemis malog nami. Then even the offspring of the bemis malog. What if the animal died? Then there's nothing left for her, for her. So the vlad should also be part of the karen. And nami lo and vi ilo chashil misa. If you're not worried about that, then afiluv vlad shivchas malog nami. And then the shivchas malog also should be the same way as the bemis malog that it should go to the husband. So what's the difference? The answer is, we do worry about death. What's the deal? The difference is that the animal has at least something is going to for sure remain for the woman that she'll have. Not maybe the full value, but at least something will be left over. Which is the ikaira, you have the hide of the animal. So even a dead animal has value to it, so that is not going to go away. So should the animal die, she's not like losing all of her value. So therefore, that's something that can be considered that the Karen is going to at least remain some of it. As opposed to when a, when a, when a shivcha dies, there is nothing left, okay? That's you know, buried and put away, and that's it. Now, Amr of Hunabarchi Amr Shmuel, Halacha Kichananya. That Halacha is like Chananya, that they're both in the same situation, the Vlad Shivcha, as well as the Vlad Behema, is all goes to the husband. It's Paris. Amr of Amr of Nachman, Avagav Damr Shmuel, Halacha Kichananya. Even though he says that Halacha is like Chananya, even Chananya will agree, Shem Nizgarsha, that if she gets divorced, Nesen is Damim, Fenad Klasan. She, yes, it's true that the the kids of her shifcha go to the husband, but nevertheless, she can pay their fair market value and take them. Why? Because after all, it's part of the, um, you know, it's part of the shvach of the house, of her father's household, which one of the things is the, is the servant that, that she brought into the marriage, and therefore she has like more of a, more of a right to them, and even the offspring she has a right to, it, it goes to the husband, but she has a right to buy it off them at the fair market value and get them to come back with her after the divorce. Okay? Now, Amrava, Amrav Nachman, Ichnisa lo ezlechalava, Viracha legizisasa, legizasa, Vitana goes to Beitzasa, Videkala Beirosov. So she brought in a goat that produces milk. A sheep that produces shearings and a tarnagolas for its eggs. Okay, so v'tekel perosov and a palm tree for its fruits. Ochel v'olech atzitichla keren. The husband's rights is is on the fruit, and he doesn't have to worry about anything that you know the, the, these things aren't necessarily going to last uh, till the chicken dies. To the last day, he's entitled to all the eggs. Okay, etc. With all these things. Now, Rav Nachman Ayla leglima. If she brought a jacket into the marriage, like a you know a coat, peira have it, mechsiba of azel ad dekalia. So basically, it's Paris. The coat itself, the use of the coat is Paris, and he can wear the coat until it's completely worn down, and um, until it basically it's nothing left, you know, but tatters. And she has the shmatas, she could do with the shmatas as she pleases, but that's a story. So um, the point being is that we look at that entirely as a peri, that even though it's getting used up, sort of. Kemad, it goes like this, 
a salt mine. Uh, it's not really a salt mine. What they used to do is they used to dig pits near the the sea, and then the the water right. goes into the pits, and then it, okay. it, it, it yeah. evaporates. Yeah. Water evaporates, and the salt and they form salt. So they got their sea salt that way. So there was these pits that these uh, whatever furrows in the ground that 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 they had there that they used to mine the salt from. So those things, as well as sand, sometimes they use sand for buildings. So they mm-hmm. had she had that uh, thing of sand. I raise a Paris. We look at that as Paris. Uh, one second. Um, we look at that as Paris, and a pier shall Similarly, uh, the uh, uh, basically where they where they mine the uh, pitch. Wherever they sulfur did, so, pit. what sulfur. a sulfur pit alum. or 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 an alum again there these are various mining Ramer uh, says we look at that as a Karen uh, say no the whole thing is uh, Paris um, the Karen is just the whole okay but the the thing itself is that's the thing even though they there's obviously a limited amount of these things it's not like an in, and infinite, it's not reproducing. It Nevertheless, it's it gets depleted. Nevertheless, it's uh, that's the machlokas, whether you look at it as peros or you look at it as karen. And that's the story. All right, Rabbi Shimon Omer, Makam Shevakocho. If you give an advantage to them in the beginning, that same thing will be a disadvantage at the end, and vice versa. So Rabbi Shimon Tainutanakam is Rabbi Shimon Tanakam are really identical. He's basically saying the same thing. So I'm Rava, Michubarim, Bishas Yitzia, the difference would be if it's still attached upon divorce. The Rabbana never said who gets that. Okay? Um, um, it, right? So Rabbi Shimon is saying it goes to her because, um, and, and the rabbis might say, look, look, it's still Paris, even though it's attached at the time of divorce, maybe it still goes to her. To her. Anyway, so that's the story and brings us to, um, that brings us to the next thing. Okay. Next Mishnah. What if she got um, slaves, maidservants, and that uh, came into possession? Okay, so it's Kanim, if they're elderly, Yimkaru. Sell them, and buy land, because uh, how long are they going to last? They're not going to last that long. It's not going to be... Uh, uh, right? So so the point being is, is, that, is that it's not... Is that how much they get for it? How much money can you buy it for? Whatever. The point being is it's not going you want, to... You want the asset to last so that it should be there for afterwards. So therefore you sell them and then the money. Uh, you buy land which will last. For all comparison, and you can eat the pairs of that instead of keeping the slaves. No, those should not be sold. Why? Because that's part of the... Um, specialness of their household is the family, it's prestige of the family, so that stays, um, even though it won't last. Nafla, similarly, Nafla there are olive, uh, olive trees and grape, uh, grape uh, you know, grapevines, zucanium, if they're elderly, okay, so they're not really producing much, so Yimkur, let them be sold, and buy land with it. Again, they're also part of the, the pride of her family, and therefore they, they should be uh, kept. Okay. Now, Amrav Khan, Amrav, Rav Khan, Amrav, that's where it fell into her field. Meaning, 
it's it, these are these uh, things that grew are the land is hers as well. So that's why uh, that's where there's a dispute. But if it's a field that's not hers, she just owns the tree but not the land. So then, everybody's going to say you should sell that because once these trees, they're on their you know, last legs, once they're dead, so then she got nothing for it, nothing to show for it. So because the karen is going to be lost. So the problem is, Maskular of Yosef, so Rav Yosef has the kasha, but what about the Reisha? Well, look at the slaves, right? That's the same as the field not being hers. There's nothing that's going to remain from them, right? And it's still a plea. There's the machlokas there too. So if anything, it's the other way around. It goes the other way. They're only arguing when it's not her field. So then there's a question of whether we look at the, whether we should sell them or keep them. But if the field stays as hers and it's just all growing on her field, nobody would say to sell these these things. Because of course it's going to be and the only reason to sell them is if there's a loss of if there's not going to be if there there's going to be a loss of Karen. But as long as there's a Karen that remains, which because she owns the land, so then Avada we shouldn't sell them um, and we should keep them. All right, and we'll stop over here, and we'll take it from the Mishnah for tomorrow.